0: You wonder what happened in sports today Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave We talking a lot with bros today Cracking some jokes, the podcast way Goals on goals We're homers on homers Tuddies on tutties, Got moments on moments Just tune in to BSP Just tune in to BSP Just tune in to BSP Just tune in to Petrilli What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the BSP Podcast. We just witnessed the greatest Major League Baseball game ever. I mean, just insane. A no-hitter from Michael Lorenzen, the best pickup at a trade deadline ever. Weston Wilson hits a dinger in his first at-bat. Nick Castellanos goes yard twice. What a game. What a night. Man, that was awesome to watch. Wish I was there. Was going to go to the game. Couldn't get tickets from work. Kind of salty about it. But like my friend Greg said, if we were there, probably wouldn't have happened. So, Michael, if you want to give me a thank you, I would appreciate it because you did a hell of a job, brother. That was an awesome game. Wow. It's been a little bit since we came back on the pod. You know, it's been busy. Summertime, you like the color. Shave the beard, too. A little tan coming in. But uh, I hope everybody's been enjoying the vlogs I've been putting out. Click that subscribe button. Uh, put the bell on. A lot of people are asking, why don't I get a notification? You put that little bell right there. You click it and you put it all for all. You'll get notified when I post stuff. We're getting back on that schedule. We're getting back on the grind because the Phillies are rocking and rolling down the home stretch here. We're ready to go. Eagles training camp is underway. Preseason's about to get kicked off. Uh, it's electric. It's it's always never a dull moment in Philadelphia sports, uh, and it's just been a lot of fun. Hope everybody out there has been having a fun summer. Also, I'm going to the game tonight, of course, with Aaron Nola on the bump. Should we give him a round of applause? Standing O. That we'll get to that in a couple of minutes about the trade Turner situation, but yeah, man, it's been it's been fun. This this baseball team is different. This baseball team is exciting again, not again, but uh, they're just exciting for the past two years now you, you always have hope. And it's because of guys like Bryce Harper. It's because of guys like Kyle Schwarber, because you just have the veteran core of just, you know, Bryce Harper's a superstar and these guys know how to win. They're going to will this team to win. And it, it's going to be another great ride. It's going to be tough to catch the Braves, obviously, because you put yourself in a big hole, but I, I'm very comfortable in them getting that first wild card spot. And then if you gotta play the Braves, if they if they both get there in the in the conference championship again or whatever the MLB calls it, uh, I'm confident in them going up against them. I am. I like this team. They're so much deeper now. We've been talking about it all year long with this bullpen. You need to get Sir Anthony going again. Kimbrell struggled a little bit as of late, but we know when he gets into those big game situations, like he was at the beginning of the year. He can can figure it out. He's got the new welcome to the jungle entrance coming in, strobe lights flashing everywhere. So you got a legit big-time pitchers. We need the hefty lefty Jose Alvarado to come back healthy. Soto has been good for two games, has a bad one, but I, I have faith in him because you don't have to bank on him. You don't have to bank on two guys in that bullpen because you're deep there. You can't be having guys like Hoffman and Marte And Vasquez or who I like that one lefty can't have these guys coming in. And that's why you're deep in the bullpen now and you won't need them moving forward. So it's fun. Lorenzen has just come in and just been an absolute spark plug for this team. Exactly what Topper was saying, right? Yeah. He gives us 17 innings in his first two starts. Uh, The guy's just eating innings. Uh, Him talking about it. You don't let people tell you what you can and you can't do. You know yourself, you trust yourself and good things will happen. If you keep grinding and putting the work in, and it's paying off for him, he's having one of the best seasons of his career. He talked about it. He's like, I've had a lot of tough breaks over the, my what eight, seven year career, I think he said, or nine. Um, he's like, I've never finished a season feeling confident, like I can hang my hat on that season. Hopefully, this is the year that he can do it because he's been strong to come out the start this year, and then he's been an absolute huge impact in the first two games that he's come in with the Phillies. I mean, the, the game itself from him. There's really not much to say. He even said, he's like, I really didn't have that much great stuff. You played a really bad baseball team in the Washington Nationals. But he executed his pitches. He went and went after guys. He fell behind a little bit, but then he got into that groove. And he just went straight after them. Here it is. Hit it. Just fly balls left and right to, to Rojas in center field. And they were just making plays for him. Alec Bowen made a great play. Weston Wilson made a great play at the start of the game, too. And foul territory along the wall. Um it, it was just awesome to see because you don't see that happen in major league baseball anymore really where a pitcher gets above that 100 mark and everybody goes oh my god is he going his arm's going to fall off no it's not going to fall off yes you got to be concerned a little bit 100% you never want to get a guy hurt especially with the aspirations that this team has moving forward uh going on a deep playoff run you don't want to burn his arm out the first couple starts for you here but this was well-deserved. This was well-earned. He was out there cooking. He was getting quick outs towards the later innings. He was hitting his spots. It wasn't like an Aaron Nola start where all of a sudden that seventh or eighth inning hits and he just loses his control all of a sudden. He had his control for the most part. He would spike one every once in a while, but he knew where he was going with the pitches. Him and JT were in a groove. He was going out there and just straight out dominating, and it was a lot of fun to watch. I, it, it's just, It's just funny to see, like, the way this team picks each other up, the way that you, you hear them say it tonight, the way that the city can pick them up. When he's out there and these other guys are out there and you got 40,000 plus cheering for you on a Wednesday night where people are legit having conversations with themselves. Yeah, I, let's go to the game tonight. You know, like every night. Like, hey, Tuesday night, let, let's go to the ballpark. Let's go to the doubleheader like, Thursday. You it's not just a weekend event anymore. People are filling this ballpark every single night, and it is so much fun to watch. And these players, they they appreciate it greatly, right? Uh, it, it's just crazy. You just, the magic that happened today, it literally was, other than a World Series game or something, uh, for a regular season game, that was the greatest regular season baseball game ever. With the two home runs from Nick, his son was all over the place. Rookie comes up, a journeyman, finally gets his chance in the big leagues. First at bat, gone. And it wasn't a cheapie. He roped that bad boy to deep left center field. Families were there. Lorenzen's first start at Citizens Bank Park. Families there, too. It was eh, amazing. Bryce Harper got it going with a double to start the game. It would have been nice if Bryce hit one out too. I kind of had that at a parlay, but it is what it is. I got greedy. Got greedy, but seven runs, eight runs on the board. This team's scoring. They're hitting bombs. They're playing good defense for once. You heard Kruk talk about it a little bit where that outfield has kind of settled down now with Rojas out there. That guy is, he's the captain out there. I tweeted it out. Make sure you go follow me at Brendan Petrelli on X or Twitter or whatever and Instagram and TikTok, but yeah, I was like, is it weird that Rojas is, you have the most confidence in him out in the outfield out of anybody that you have, maybe even of all the defensive players that you have, he, you want him to catch any ball. Stay away, Shorber. Stay away. Even Trey Turner backing out on balls. Stay away, Casty. Let him get it. You guys, you even saw the very last out of the game, two hands. He's like, I'm not messing this up. I'm squeezing this bad boy. And he just makes it look effortless out there. This team has a great mix of young talent with superstars all over it. And it's fun. And picking and having a team pick each other up and vibes in the stadium and then the city, it's great. We don't even really need to talk about what happened with Cassiano or with Trey Turner because these are the moments that prove it right. Those are the moments where a city and why people take fandom and sports so seriously is because when you we affect things too. We don't physically affect what goes on in a game. but we can help a player, a team get over a hump, get over something mental. We can affect the game that way. The way people are, they treat it and have each other's backs. It affects it greatly. That's why when people tell you, "Oh, they," you know, whether you do this or that, or the wave is stupid, and or standing ovations are dumb. Go, yeah, sure. If if you want to think that, sure, buddy. But you can see out in the field the energy you put out and you give to the team and to players. It it helps, and they they say it every single time. That's a lot of fun. It, it makes people want to play here. It makes Bryce Harper wish he played here from the get-go. <laughs> that guy is just the best pander ever. But, yeah, man, it, it's an interesting conversation with Trey Turner moving forward. I don't really want to hit on it, honestly, at this point. It's kind of been over-talked about. But a couple quick points where I thought were interesting. What do we do tonight with Aaron Ola? Should we give him a standing ovation every inning he goes out there? Should that be a thing? I don't know. I I think I'm going to try to get people in my section to do it tonight. Or tomorrow night. I think I'm going to post this right away. So I think I'm going to try to get people to do it. Am I right to do that? I don't know. Is it a little corny? I don't know. But it's working right now. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Tyrone made a great point. What's the standard now? Do we always? Are we just always going to cheer everybody? When can we boo guys? I don't know. Not my choice, but I know what I do out there, and when I go to these games, I'm going to try to give it my all, just like those players are. It'll be interesting to see. Let me know in the comments what you think we should do with Aaron Nola tonight because the fans have made a huge impact for this team this season in getting things going in the right direction, and it's just only going to get even more crazy as we move towards the later months here as we get into a deep playoff run. Thanks, everybody, again, for watching this episode, the greatest baseball game ever, on the greatest podcast ever. Shout out to the 215 Goldbergs. The Fightins, baby, said click that subscribe button. Thought I wasn't recording for a second.